You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Let's get back to the waiver ads. Pending Monday Night Football, okay, but it seems to me like, you know, we're going to have to spend up here for Jerome Ford. Yeah, Yeah. and on that note, quickly before we go on that, they are putting out an update that just came out now that it's potentially, probably, a season-ending knee injury. And they said, knee dislocation with multiple ligament damage, not good. Not good at all. So, yeah, Jerome Ford, spend up. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So it seems like and, we're spending up on Jerome yeah. Ford here. Yeah, go ahead. Zach. And we wish Nick Chubb well, obviously. Yes, yes, 100%. Hopes, 100%. Prayers for a speedy recovery. Like, man, that's tough. Because he's like one of he's the, the best, best running backs. Yeah. Pure runners. Yeah. The best. He's the best. He's the man. And we wish him the best recovery possible. We want to see him back in the football field because we love watching him play. Okay. Jerome Ford, he's going to go right to, right to number one on this list for me for, of, for waiver wire ads, okay? Uh, we talked about Hunter Henry. He's my top tight end out of the week. We talked about Roshan Johnson, Tank Dell. We talked about him. I think Tutu Atwell in the short term while Cooper Cup is out, I think he's something that we have to add as well. Uh, I want to I know what you – so last week, Tyler had Josh Reynolds as one of his top waiver wire ads. And he called it, man. He called it. Okay. He yeah. And Josh Reynolds this week in week two put up two tutties. Okay. So yeah. where are we at here with Josh Reynolds? Because we, we're not going to see Jameson Williams for another four weeks. Okay. So mm-hmm. it seems like you know Goff is trusting Reynolds. Um, you know, looking at him, looking for him deep, red zone. So there's there's some there's some smoke here. There's definitely smoke there. And I'll be the first to admit, I was kind of confused. I was like, what is Josh Reynolds? I think I texted you. I said, what is Josh Reynolds doing on Tyler's list? Like, why is he here? I thought maybe it was just he was a homer because <laughs> he's a Lions fan. But he had the snaps. The route participation was there. You forget. People forget that Jared Goff and Josh Reynolds were actually teammates on the Rams a couple of years ago. I, I don't think that connection ever really fizzled out. So... They don't have anybody really. Obviously, Sam Laporta has looked good. Jameer Gibbs is catching passes out of the backfield, but not in a way to make him the number two target in the offense. Josh Reynolds is a downfield guy. Like, Amon Ross St. Brown, he's targeted. He's not extremely short A dot like a guy like Debo Samuel, but he's going and doing the underneath work, running the outs, all the short game stuff, and working after the catch. Josh Reynolds is a deep threat, and if they're going to be as explosive as explosive as they've been on offense, Detroit, I mean, you have to think that he's going to be worth at least a flex play every week. He might be a solid wide receiver three until uh, Jameson Williams comes back. Now, is there a chance he has value even beyond that? Yes, because I don't know how quickly Jameson Williams is going to come back and just be like ready to play. He hasn't been very impactful when he returns. You know, he, I think he has one career catch or something like that. So, I think Josh Brown's going to have value. He's kind of filling that same role he filled last year where he has like two or three of these games where he just takes over and scores two touchdowns. So, yeah, you can go get him. I I was wrong. Tyler called it. He was right. Yeah, I also didn't have him high up on my list either, but Tyler knew what he was doing there. Now, one thing I want to point out here, though, is, you know, is this a situation where Amon Ra, that toe injury, 
can be something. And if the toe injury is something, are we looking at a situation where Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, and then Josh Reynolds takes a little bit of a step forward as well? That could be the case it, here. Um, it could be. So we might want to be targeting him, you know, regardless, right? Because it's possible that he sees, you know, he could be the number one wide receiver here, right? Assuming that, you know, we're not we're not calling Gibbs a receiver and we're not calling, uh, you know, Sam Laporta a wide receiver either, right? So it's interesting. Now, and target share was pretty consistent, 21%, 18% over the last two weeks, but the air yards are there. Right, thirty-five percent air yard share, thirty-one percent air yard share, and that's what you were saying. You were saying that he is being targeted downfield, you know, thirteen yard a dot over these two games. So, some of the monitor, yeah, I I do like that. Um, Justice Hill, if he's available in your waiver wire, he's another running back that you can add. Uh, Matt Breida, obviously, we talked about him. So let me hit on Justin Justice Hill real quick. So Justice Mm -hmm. Hill, fifty-fifty, she share pretty much. He let in snaps. Um, he led in opportunities because he wasn't more involved than Gus Edwards in the receiving game. But Gus Edwards looked better. He ran better in the run game. He was a key part of that game, why the Ravens ended up winning towards the end of the game. Um, And he ended up getting the touchdown as well. So better performance for Gus Edwards. But I do think that Justice Hill is going to have his games, uh, especially when the Ravens, you know, want to pass the ball. He's going to be the one running those routes. So I think he's still somebody that you can add that you can play as a flex moving forward. Yeah, so now, you're not taking he, the bait on Gus Edwards? Like, obviously, he had the touchdown, and he looked good in the run game. But if you had to pick well, one, it's still just so Gus still Edwards. Uh, Gus Edwards is actually not on this list because he's actually not available. Um, on He's available in, on only 38%-ish or so of, of leagues right now, so he doesn't meet our threshold to be on this list. So he's way more rostered than Justice Hill. Justice Hill is less than 50% rostered in most leagues. Um, now, All right. if you're asking me who am I starting next week, Justice Hill or Gus Edwards, you know, Gus Edwards is pretty much, you know, a touchdown or bust type of player, right? Is At this Jamal point, Williams? right? He's completely touchdown <laughs> dependent. Well, he would be Jamal Williams if Gus Edwards was getting 18 carries, but he's not. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's I, I, that's why I prefer Justice Hill, especially if I'm playing PPR. If I'm playing standard, there's no doubt I'm probably going to go Gus Edwards here. Um, but that's also assuming that Gus Edwards is the clear goal line back, and I don't think he is. Um, right. So I think Justice Hill is going to be there a lot as well, even though you look at Gus as that big back. But remember, when when uh, Jake Adams got hurt, who were they, who did they put in at the one yard line? It was Justice Hill. So I don't think that that those roles are clearly defined um, as of right now. Now. Right. I mentioned Matt Breida. Obviously, he's that short-term play that you can pick up. I think Matt Breida is somebody that you can pick up now. Now, Justice Hill is somebody that you can flex for the rest of the year, right? Matt Breida is somebody that you can play, I would say, as a high-end flex. Not this week because it's against the 49ers, but the following two weeks could be a high-end flex, somebody who could get 15-plus touches, and that's worth a lot, especially if you if you're, if you need a running back. So if you need those short-term yeah. wins over the next couple of weeks, let's say you're 0-2. I'd probably rather grab Matt Breida than Justice Hill. But if you're looking for just this long-term bench option, I think Justice Hill would be the way to go. Yeah, so if your team's winning, go after Justice Hill. If you're losing, Matt Breida yeah. is especially probably Especially if you don't necessarily choice. need... Yeah, especially if you don't necessarily need that fill-in right now. You know, if you could use that RB2 fill-in, like you just lost Nick Chubb, but then you couldn't end up getting 
uh, you didn't have enough fab dollars, you know, to get Jerome forward, you know, Justice Hill, I'm sorry, Matt Breida could be the, uh, the second option there, you know, um, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, like, Roshan Johnson is, like, the best stash and potentially play. Justice Hill would be the second on that list, and then Matt Breida would be the guy you could just play right now, um, you know, over the next couple of weeks. I have Zay Jones here. I know that he 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 had a donut, but, hey, listen, like, he always had a couple touchdowns. He's on a good offense. He's, he's, the, he's the only other wide receiver who's running as many routes as um, – as Calvin really in most weeks when he's not hurt. So I think Zay Jones should still be a roster. You'll probably see a lot of people dropping him this week. So if, if anyone does drop him, make sure to scoop him up. Um, Absolutely. Jake Reed, two touchdowns. You know, we talked about him. You know, we'll see what his role is when Christian – we know what his role is. He's going to be the starting slot receiver for the Packers. But we'll see what his target share ends up being uh, with Christian Watson back soon. Uh, but, you know, Jaden Reed, 24% target share in the, in the you know as a rookie – over two games. Pretty, pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Uh Zach Ertz. I have Jordan Love here as a pickup. Just real quick, man. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how impressed are you with Jordan Love? I, I'm gonna go with uh, okay. I'm gonna go in a vacuum, just Jordan Love. I'm gonna say probably a nine. Yeah. Like, have there been some passes he could have made that, that he didn't? Yes. But for the most part, I mean he did more than enough to win in both of the games, and he threw three touchdowns in both games. So if you're talking from fantasy and real life, both of them very impressed with Jordan Love. It's weird because it's like, I didn't think this would be the case, but he's looking very good. He he doesn't even have Christian Watson. Exactly. So like if Jaden Reed scoring two touchdowns, you know, Luke Musgrave's running all those routes. Romeo Dobbs had his week. Like, I don't want to say he's elevating these guys, but they're relevant. You know, these guys aren't producing the way they're producing. If, Jordan Love isn't playing the way he is. So Jordan Love looks very good. And if you got him off the waiver wire, you drafted him late as in like a 2QB, like you're very happy right now with Jordan Love. Uh, Rashid Shahid is somebody that you have to pick up. He already has caught four balls tonight uh, for where are we right now? So I'm looking at it live because the game's literally happening right now. Um, Although it's like end of game right now, I think. Oh, is it is it the end of the Saints game? Okay, so four for four for sixty three yards, ten points in PPR. Not bad, not bad. A solid wide receiver that you can pick up off of, off of waivers. Uh, we talked about yep. Robert Woods, uh, Kendrick Bourne. His route participation dipped like crazy with Devontae Parker back. However, <laughs> the route participation. I'm sorry, the targets per route run is nuts. Okay. When you're looking at like you're looking at like who's Mac Jones' favorite like wide receiver, right? It's Kendrick Bourne. Okay, he only ran around on 55 percent of dropbacks, but he had a high target shit, highest highest. I'm sorry, he only ran around. Uh, I'll say that again. He only ran around on 55 percent of dropbacks, but he was targeted at a higher rate, way higher rate than any of the other guys. Okay, Devontae Parker had a 20 20 percent target share. Kendrick Bourne still had a 22 percent target share in this game was targeted 
35% targets per route run. Okay. So when he's on the field, he's being targeted. Um, I'm still interested in picking him up because he's still making plays. He's still being targeted. He's Matt Jones guy. So it's possible that we see that bounce up a little bit, um, despite Devonte Parker being there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Devonte Parker's a solid pickup too. Okay. I just prefer Kendrick Bourne right now. I think there's a little bit more upside there. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree. I mean, Devontae Parker, yeah. he just kind of got that like deal out of nowhere, and he hadn't really done much. But we've seen, I mean, we saw in week one against the Eagles defense, which is pretty good. Kendrick Bourne had a big day. And I think yeah. you mentioned it on the podcast last week where Mac Jones said something, or I heard somewhere that Mac Jones was like, Kendrick Bourne's the guy yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, he, yeah I did mention there that. There you yeah. go. He's, he's, he's just backing it up on the field. So, like, you, ha- you can't just not take that and think, okay, maybe that's part of it. No. He, he likes throwing to Kendrick Bourne. And I was honestly surprised he had as quiet a night as he did. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. Um, I think Russell Wilson, you know, you talk about Jordan Love. I think Russell Wilson looks a lot better than he did last year over the first two mm-hmm. weeks of the season. You know, he's looking like he's looking pretty good. I, I don't I wouldn't say he's looking like the old Russ, but he's making some big time throws. Okay. Uh Mims doing his thing. Marvin Mims coming back. He's somebody that you could potentially put back in your roster. Like, listen, he did he hardly won. He hardly ran routes in this game, but he had two huge plays in this game. Went over 100 right. yards. Okay, so uh, with a touchdown, on only two catches. You see the you see the talent, and you see why I wanted him on your roster in week one. But he ended up showing up in week two. Okay, yeah. Uh, Sky Moore, somebody you might want to pick up now. Um, you know the routes. You know his role didn't really change. Actually, his routes actually went down in this game, but he ended up scoring a touchdown and having another long play. Um, these are just like depth wide receivers that you might, you know, end up dropping anyway. Um, I, I, I'm wondering, I had Calvin Austin on this list. I'm wondering how he's doing right now. I have to rewatch this game after this podcast, but did he check. do anything in this game? Let's see. In this game Calvin right Austin, now. Four targets, one catch, 10 yards. Okay. Maybe maybe you don't pick him up. I don't know. I don't know. You don't have to. <laughs> I don't know. Four, four somebody... targets. I mean, let's see. George Pickens is five. Allen Robinson is three. Pat Bryan oh, okay. is one. So like so I guess we're still utilized. are we still in the first half? Where uh, we very start of the second half. So we're third quarter gotcha. with fourteen quarter, minutes. Okay. So yeah, we it just okay. started. That's not bad. Yeah. He could end. The, he I, could I wouldn't end just up, rule him out because the usage I could is there. End up, yeah, he could end up with like eight targets in this game. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, so I think he's somebody you still want to pay attention to because Deontay Johnson, by the way, was put on IR, so he's going to miss the next four games. It's including this game. So after this week, three more weeks, and then he'll be back. Hopefully, hopefully. Right. Um, Tajay Spears, you know, <laughs> Sorry, pretty much, yeah, George. He well, has two catches for 96 yards. <laughs> no, love it. I love <laughs> like, it. I love that's it. That's exactly um, what you expect from George Pickens. It's a Gabe Davis role, man. Um, yeah. Calvin Austin, uh, let's see, Tajay Spears, somebody that you can put in your, put in your roster, somewhat playable in deep leagues because he's pretty much sharing that load right now. Um, he, you know, he looks good, man. Like every time he touches the ball, like on his runs and his, his catches, he's looking good, man. So somebody you want to put in the back of your roster if you can. Um, I have Ty Chandler on this list. Why do I have Ty Chandler on this list? Because of how Alexander Madison has looked over the last over the first two weeks. Right. Just in case we see anything change here, we saw Chandler pop in the preseason a little bit. Um, you know, just 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 to just to throw it out there, you know, that this might change a little bit. I think that, you know, it's a little bit different from the Rashad White situation because I didn't think that there was anyone capable behind him. But in this situation, it might be a little bit different. Okay, so I think Madison has some two, had two tough matchups to start the year. So maybe the coaches give him a little mulligan. The lost fumble didn't help. 
right? No. Uh, you know, everybody was fumbling. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, we'll see what happens in week three. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.